0: Idura set. Vidura said. Rajapati Pati Lord Brahma, Lord Brahma. Shistva. Shistva. After creating. creating. Praja Sarge, For the purpose of creating living beings. For the
1: Praja
0: The Prajapati's the King. What? What? Arabata started, started. Me me to me. To me. Raman. O Holy Sage. hi. Tell. Abhyakta Marga. marga. Vit. Knower of that which we do not know. Translation in Purpur by Divine Grace. A C Bhaktivedanta Swami. Sridha Prabhupada. Dad Prabhupada. Vidura said, Since you know of matters inconceivable to us, tell me, O holy sage, what did Brahma do to create living beings after evolving the prajapatis, the progenitors of living beings? Please repeat, Vidura said, said, Since you know of matters inconceivable inconceivable to us,
1: tell me, O oh, holy, oh,
0: holy sage, what did Brahmā do to create living beings? What what did did create the beings?
1: After evolving
0: the prajapatis, the, the progenitors of living beings. significant here is the word of Yakta Marga Vid, one who knows that which is beyond our perception. To know matters beyond one's perception, one has to learn from a superior authority in the line of the super succession. Just to know who is our father is beyond our perception. For that, the mother is the authority. Similarly, we have to understand everything beyond our perception from the authority who actually knows. The first Yakta margavit, or authority, is Brahma, and the next authority in disciplic succession is Narada. Maitreya-rishi belongs to that disciplic succession, so he is also of Yakta margavit. Anyone in the bona fide line of disciplic succession is a Vyakta-Margavit, a personality who knows that which is beyond ordinary perception. Jaya Sri Prabhupada. Mm-hmm. O magyanatamiranda syat gyanamjana shalakaya chakshu umilitamina tas sivai sri gura venamaha vanchakapa chubhyascha kripa sandhu geva Patitanam Pavani nam bhavani byo vaisana be namo namaha Namaste jivananda dasaya vanacayana pravupa valabhaya shmikta shila vinodine Agyana Bantagamanam, Pashtate Patitapanam, Yana Guru Taya, chita harine Chakshashena Maham. Nama O Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Krishna Bhutale, Sri Mate Bhaktivedanta Swamini Tinamine. Namaste Sarasvati Devi, Gaur Rani Pacharine, Nirvishesha, Shunyavali, Pashta Chavisatarine. Jaya Sri Krishna Jaitanya, Prabhuni Tiananda, Sri Advaita garadhar Shivas Adi Gaur Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Rama, Rama Hare Hare Vidur Baja Pajapati Pati Srisva Pajasarge Pajapatien Kin Arabhatamade brahman Prabhuya Bakya Margavit Vidura said Since you know of matters inconceivable to us. Tell me, O Holy Sage, what did Brahma do to create living beings after evolving the Prajapadis, the progenitors of living beings? So Vidura is still asking his wonderful questions about Krishna, about how he creates um, through his secondary creation, Visharga creation. And Maitreya Muni, the Great Sage, is continuing to enlighten Vidura as we hear and participate in that conversation, uh, which is very wonderful. And here Prabhupada is speaking about the significance of uh, Vyakta Margavit, one who knows that which is beyond our perception. So this, uh, this truth beyond our perception is repeatedly described by Krishna Bhagavad Gita. As he's trying to uh, describe to Arjuna who he is and uh, describing how uh, somebody with vision, how they behave, and how ultimately someone who self realizes handita Sarma Darshanaha. He sees with equal vision the soul beyond matter. And seeing that essence, um, he's free from the bodily concept of life or things simply working within the modes of, of nature. So then overcoming the modes of nature, the devotional service, So he's situated in Brahman, which is beyond the modes of nature, finally seeing things in their spiritual uh, reality, how they actually are. And so then Krishna in the fourth chapter is telling Arjuna, find that person who sees Sees this reality, sees this spiritual reality, and takes shelter of them. In that way, linking up through the disciplic succession, then we can also be enlightened with this truth, which in ninth chapter of Bhagavad Gita is described as uh, Rajaguyam, the most confidential knowledge. Um, it's a knowledge hidden even throughout the Vedas, but there in the, in the essence of the Vedas, which uh, enlightens the soul. When the soul approaches God in this very humble way, uh, through His representative, and taking shelter of the parampara, is enlightened to see that which is beyond our perception. So this is here. This is what Vedura is doing here. He's approaching my, my Muni to know that which is beyond the perception. And so Shri the was speaking um, in many of his discourses, and 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 based on the teachings of. Uh, Srimad Bhagavatam and the uh, Sixth Guru Swamis about how the devotee um, makes a progressive march to this ultimate stage of, of self realization where he actually sees God everywhere. He sees everything as Krishna and his energies. And there's nothing else besides that. Everything in existence, having that vision everywhere. So making the, so the Kanista Adhikari stage. Is seeing God in the, in the temple or the, or the church or the synagogue. And in the Madhyam uh, phase, once um, the, the devotee, the bhakti yogi, makes spiritual advancement, he begins to see four different classes and how he approaches. So, first, he makes Krishna the supreme goal of his life, he makes Krishna the love of his life. And that is uh, solidly established in that, in that devotee's heart, that God is the goal of my life. And then he hears from the guru, uh, the shiksha and diksha gurus, those who are, who are telling the absolute truth into the simply succession. Sometimes it can be as simple as saying, Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, like little girl Saraswati, Prabhupada said she was preaching perfectly because she was just telling everybody, Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So taking shelter of those persons, like little girl Saraswati. He's telling us Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And then making friends with our, our God brothers and God sisters. And giving mercy to all those who are receptive and avoiding those who are envious and atheistic. And the reason for the avoidance is not because we don't see them as a spirit soul, it's because oftentimes they'll commit offenses to, to that which is sacred. So the uh, atheistic and envious they'll simply uh, blaspheme, and therefore we have to be careful. But Lord Jaitani He expended His mercy to all. And and there was um, one particular pastime where there was a one person, actually there was a group of persons, when there was this very um, intimate and confidential kirtan that was going on every day in the house of Srivastakura. And they didn't allow these atheistic, envious persons to to enter, because they knew of their offensive nature. And so it's described in the Sri Jaitanya Charatamrita that these atheistic persons they were burning with envy in their hearts. And so this one particular one who was their leader, his name was Gopal Chattala. And he tried to uh, make Srivast Thakur look like a demigod worshipper. And so he placed all this paraphernalia in front of the house of Srivastakur for worshipping the goddess Durga. And along with this paraphernalia, he placed a bottle of wine. And so Srivastakur, he came in the morning, he saw this paraphernalia. And so he called all the respectable townsfolk and he said, Look, I am a worshipper of the goddess Durga. I have been exposed. And them knowing the heart and knowing the true nature of Srivastakur as a great Vaishnava, said, This is not possible. <laughs> Who has done this? Who has who has done this treacherous behavior and blasphemed this devotee in such a way? He tried to uh, set up this devotee, exploit this devotee in such a way. And so, what happened to go with Paul Chaco this was a severe, a severe punishment. He actually developed leprosy. And the Lord, it took a long time for him to get the mercy of the Lord. He did get the mercy of the Lord, but in the first encounter, the Lord said, "You'll be bitten by these germs for millions of births for this offense to my devotee." That I've come here to kill the Pashandis, the, 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 the demons, and, and deliver the, the, the pious. But actually, in his incarnation of Lord Chaitanya, he kills through mercy. And So ultimately, he gave Gopal Chapa his mercy, even though he committed this offense to the devotees. So it's interesting. Um, I was studying some of Prabhupada's uh, teachings on the three stages of devotional service, the Kanisha, Madhya, And the central theme... Is really because Prabhupada was saying, you know, if we simply follow the practice, if we if we chant sincerely our sixteen rounds and we follow the process given, we will ultimately make advancement from the Kanisha stage all the way to the Uttamari stage. We will we will actually make that leap through the power of this devotional practice. But Prabhupada said he said it will be suppressed. That is suppressed by offenses to devotees. And so we can see that the central theme of advancement is how the devotees are treated. And uh, in, in the pastimes of Lord Jesus Christ, who is another great saint, and we like to talk about Lord Jesus Christ because in the Western world people relate to Lord Jesus. And there's so many, uh, it's a Christian, it's said to be a Christian nation. Of course, Prabhupada, as we're reading in the morning, he says, you know, you are you are not a true Christian because you're not actually following the Lord Jesus Christ. So, but he, he also uh, was a follower of the same Vedic teachings. And so, for instance, uh, when at that, at that particular time, they would stone uh, women who committed adultery. So they were going to throw stones on this lady until she died. And Lord Jesus, He intervened. He said, You who is without sin, you cast the first stone. Who here is without sin? If you are without sin then you throw the first stone on this lady, and all of them drop their stones and walked away, realizing, I, 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 I am also simple." And um, so we actually see this theme spoken of by the atariats, because this is a central theme of how we make advancement, and it's a central theme of our preaching movement. I was reading Prabhupada said, he said, uh, if in the Kanisha Adhikari stage, more or less for preaching purposes, we are useless. Prabhupada said that. He said, because we don't know how to treat the devotees, and we also don't know how to treat the other living, let alone, Prabhupada said, let alone knowing how to treat the other living entities. We don't know how to treat the devotees, let alone how to treat the other living entities. And so this is really important for us because we want to attain this goal of love of God. Because um, all those in this room, all those dedicated to the process have made Krishna the goal of life, which is the Madhyam faith, a strong, fixed up. Another um, symptom of the Madhyam Adhikari is that they're fixed on the goal and they have stronger faith. They're, they're more or less uh, attaining a anistha stage of, of, of strong, uh, determined faith where they will stick to the path. And so the Acharyas speaking the same way Lord Jesus Christ spoke. And this actually is uh, from the Jaitanya Bhagavad, which is uh, Vrindavan Das Das.org. So he says, Vaishnava Hamsara Kata taku kadure sahaja jivara ye adham Kare, Vishnu pujiya o ye pajara Pidakare. What does speak of being envious of Vaishnavas? If one causes pain to ordinary living entities, he is considered a fallen low class person. Even after worshipping Lord Vishnu, if a person gives trouble to other living entities, his worship becomes fruitless. Such a person suffers unlimited miseries. If a person is knowingly or unknowingly envious of a Vaishnav, who is engaged in the non-duplicitous service of Lord Hari, his degradation is inevitable. Of this there is no doubt. Apart from this, if even persons claiming to be devotees of Vishnu are envious of ordinary living entities and give various troubles to them, they are actually far away from devotional service to Vishnu and are not fit to be called human beings. Their worship of Vishnu becomes a source of misery. Those endowed with an absence of jivadai or compassion for other living entities, and yet proudly consider themselves servants of Lord Vishnu, achieve the threefold miseries rather than the devotional service of the Lord. So then in texts 207 and 208, this is the Lord speaking. Everyone, please give your thoughts to me. Please hear the truth, I will now say. Anyone who neglects my servant and then worships me is very lowly and degraded. Such a person cuts me into pieces. His worship is like fire burning my body. My holy name, which is Kapal tree, which is a Kapal tree, destroys anyone who once blasphemes my servant. The living entities who live in the numberless universes are all my servants. Therefore, any living entity who harms another living entity will perish. You are more dear to me than my own body. Anyone who offends you will not be able to bear the fate that waits for him. If a sannyasi blasphemes an innocent person, the sannyasi will fall down. All his piety will perish. Raising his arms, you can see the Lord, beautiful going forth, raising his arms now to speak. Raising his arms, fair Lord Jaitanya, declare to the entire world, renouncing criticism of others, everyone please chant Lord Krishna's name. I will personally deliver anyone who does not criticize others and who once chants Krishna. That is the truth. It is the truth. When Lord Jaitanya spoke these words, the devotees responded with, Jai, Jai, Jai. And Sri uh, the Bhaktivedanta Thakur said, Oh, actually, there is a story of Sri the Prabhupada. And he was waiting outside his door to serve him. And he was speaking to another devotee. So Prabhupada rang the bell, and Upindra came in, and Prabhupada said, who are you talking to? He said, such and such devotee. He said, what are you talking about? He said, we're talking about uh, devotees and other things. (laughs) And Prabhupada said, that is gossip. (laughs) He said, gossip will destroy this movement. So this is Sri Bhattivinoda Thakur. He said, Godless prajapas are impediments to devotional service. They are of many types. Useless talks, arguments, gossip, debates, false finding in others, speaking falsehoods, blaspheming devotees, and worldly talk are all called prajapa. Useless talk is extremely detrimental. Practicing devotees should discuss topics of Lord Hari and the association of other devotees and remember Hari's name, foreign qualities and pastimes in a secluded place without uselessly wasting time. So we're all, we're all guilty of Prajapa, of and that's the modus operandi before coming to Krishna consciousness. And this is the age of cruel and hypocrisy. So the mind here is so disturbed. And what happens with the disturbed mind is this: the mind likes to look at things externally. They call it in, in psychology projection. Project, the, project one's own suffering onto the external world. And so, none of us are free from that propensity in Kali Yuga because there's so much disturbance here, there's so much pain. And naturally, we want to look outside and say, this, is, this, this person, this situation, this environment is causing my pain. So therefore, that's the root of fault-finding, is looking outside oneself and blaming the world for our own suffering. So then, this, this, this uh, cure is given by Srila Bhaiti Vinod Thakur here. He says, practicing devotees should discuss topics of Lord Hari. The only way to stop the mind for continuing on this uh, trend, this momentum of negativity, is discuss topics of Lord Hari in the association of other devotees, and remember Hari's name, form, qualities, and pastimes in a secluded place without uselessly wasting time. And uh, Sri Dabhati Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur says in uh, Jivan. Havana, don't gossip. Gossip benefits no one. Understand carefully what is good for you and don't blaspheme. The Mahajans have said that blasphemers neither achieve, never achieve anything good. Let the materialists engage in whatever activities they choose. We need not bother about them. But think about yourself. We often say that while others are bad, we are worse. It is imperative that we keep our sinful minds engaged constantly in worshiping the Lord. To spend time attacking others, trying to dissuade them from this or that, is not the preacher's course, but the act of a cheater. We have become busy in various activities and have forgotten our original constitutional duty. Make a sincere endeavor to clean out the filth accumulated in your heart. Jesus said, do not cast, the f- do not cast this stone unless you are sinless. But obviously he knew that everybody is a sinner, so no one can cast this stone. Lord Jesus Christ. But this, this, what I'm quoting right now, is from Bhattisiddhanta to Fatika Thakur. Although this appears to be self-interest, it is essential and should be done immediately. So I'll read that part again. We have become busy in various activities and have forgotten our original constitutional duty. Make a sincere endeavor to clean out the filth accumulated in your heart. Although this appears to be self-interest, it is essential and should be done immediately, because preaching without following has no value. And once one constantly engages in Hari Bhajan, it will be impossible for him to induce others to worship Hari. So, then, this is uh, some of the dangers of gossip. The most dangerous part about gossip is that it steals another person's reputation. And reputation is very fragile. When you gossip, you are helping to destroy something extremely valuable. It's all about telling lies or mischaracterization of something truthful about someone you don't like. The problem is that it works almost every time. Sometimes the gossip, allegation, accusation is so vile that if we hear it, we may feel like never checking to see if there is another side to a story. We may decide to not even talk with the person being accused. We become judge, jury, and executioner without a trial, all without even realizing it. It is an easy trap that destroys relationships. If you should hear gossip about someone, you have two choices. Allow the gossip to determine what you believe or let your own personal experience determine what you think. The first time you have an experience with someone that is contrary to the gossip you've heard, you'll be a lot more careful about spreading or believing gossip the next time you hear it. So when we're struck by that, when we experience that and the pain from that, then we are more careful. Stay away from people who gossip to you. They will gossip about you. Don't associate with people who find such great joy in belitt- belittling others. Be very careful about what you choose to tell these people. There's an old saying, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's not true. Being gossiped about can be extremely painful. If you don't want it done to you, don't do it to others. In the end, it never pays to gossip. Gossip destroys love and trust and creates an atmosphere of fighting and misunderstanding.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you
0: from? That's a quote by uh, Gurudev, I believe. So, yes. Yeah. So he's following in the footsteps of, like I said, on the Saraswari Taikur, the all the green and Das And so, this particular verse from Vidura, He's inquiring for Maitreya Muni. And the Avyakta vid understanding things beyond our perception, that's attained when we break through the barrier and see that Krishna is in the heart of every living entity. Like Vinanta Prabhu and I were speaking about Vasudev Deva. You know, and how he's he has these worms on his body and the swords of his body. And this is a Uttama platform. And he's thinking. Uh, I'm no better than this worm, and he's placing the, the worm back on the sores when they fall off, because he sees this worm is just another body. I'm a body, the worm is a body, and there's all souls who are the driver of the body who inhabit this body. And all these souls are very dear to Krishna, and and so Goraksho Das Babaji Maharaj, when he's when he's seeing the plants, he's paying his full dandavas to the plants and creepers. Because you see, this isn't just uh, this isn't just leaves and branches and twigs. There's a, a soul within it. So this uttama adhikari, of Pandita Samadarshina that Krishna talks about, is a state of consciousness we can attain by uh, strongly engaging in this devotional practice um, and giving up this tendency to to blaspheme by falling in others and trying to encourage others. Like those four, those four. Uh, five ways that we deal with, with God, um, superiors, equals, juniors, and atheists and envious. This is the way by which we can uh, grow this movement. Because even it said that the Uttamadikari has to come down to this platform in order to preach. Like if we're outside paying our respects to plants all day, then it's going to be hard to engage um, in, in helping people make advancement in Krishna consciousness by taking personal interest. Like Orkishri Das Babaji, he was, he was showing uh, the path of this, uh, this uh, immersion and this of <laughs> Krishna was being fully absorbed. So he didn't want to interact so much with people. And he wanted to chant near the retreat. Uh, uh, so, but, but so everybody so everybody in this, this kind of movement, we all have to come, whether we're from a Kaniṣṭha or from a Uttama platform, we all have to come to the Madhyam platform as a movement to spread this Krishna consciousness. And that, that more or less, uh, we make God the goal, we, we inquire sincerely from guru, from our various gurus, uh, those who preach the message of Krishna. And, and sometimes those people can be acting as gurus and sometimes they may not. Like little girl Saraswati, she said, Krishna is the supreme person, not a godhead. He's acting as a guru. but sometimes she may be you know talking about something unrelated <coughs> So taking shelter. But more or less, the two ways that are the ways that we're relating is we're either uh, taking shelter or we're giving shelter. Those are the two main ways that we're relating with other devotees, is taking shelter and giving shelter. And um, if we if we understand that this is Prabhupada's mission, it's his heart, and it's Lord Jaitanya's mission, and it's his life and soul. Which like Krishna said, Lord Jaitanya said. Uh, these, these devotees are, are just as just like my very self. Lord Krishna says the same thing. And they're, they're, they're the life and the soul of Lord Jaitanya. His devotees are said to be the life and soul of Lord Chaitanya. And so engaging as part of the body of the Lord, part of the body of Srila Prabhupada's mission means functioning as, um, as someone who's conducive to the growth of the devotees in his kind helping everyone to come up to this platform. We all can come up to this platform of Madhya Madhikari. And even um, see Krishna everywhere. See God everywhere. Come out of this state of destruction. Like the Prabhupada was talking about on, on Sunday about this, this stage of destruction. He said, he said, the world, people are talking about uh, destruction, but actually we're already destroyed, he said. He said, our nature is Satchitananda, we're eternal, both knowledge and bliss. In this present condition, we're completely in illusion. We're, we're thinking we over this body. We're trying to enjoy this world. So this destroyed state, we're, this destruction that we're worried about, we are already destroyed. We're destroyed already. So, Anupasati. Anupasati means following the, the authorities, following the great souls. They're leading us on the bright path, they're leading us to salvation, ultimate salvation of the soul. Understand who we are as eternal servants of Krishna. And I remember when I was a kid uh, reading this book, it was about this uh, saintly king and a little boy. And the little boy was afraid of going out uh, into the storm. It was was very snowy outside. And and the beautiful story was about following in the footsteps of, of, of the great king. The great king was walking and he would just step right. So he had this big footstep like this. The little boy had a little footstep. He just had to step right in where his father was walking. And in that way, he was safe. So that's um, Prabhupada is saying we can see reality beyond the inconceivable. We can see the inconceivable reality beyond these nations. And that way, God is, God is everywhere, God is completely present. But our vision can awaken to that. So I'd like to end here. And is any guess?
1: <laughs> I can give you a chance to ask the questions. Yeah, that's okay. Uh that's <laughs> that's the first, any verse I've ever seen about attending devotees is in Lord Chaitanya instructing Rupa Goswami famous verse. sukhi <inaudible> If the devotee commits a offense at of the feet of a Vaishnav while cultivating the creeper of devotional service in the material world, his offense is compared to a mad elephant that uproots the creeper and breaks it. In this way, the leaves of the creeper are dried up. And I've heard Prabhupada comment on this verse that uh, it doesn't mean just a pure devotee. If opinion, it means any devotee. And then he even says all living entities. Uh, the question is, could you... Comment a little bit on the distinction between avoiding gossip and what Prabhupada calls being alert for the wrong. Because sometimes it's a blurry line.
0: So I'll give one story that you may have heard that I think speaks to this point. And that is that Yamuna was cooking for Prabhupada. Mm-hmm. And Prabhupada, every time she came in, Prabhupada would just ask her and say, You did, did this or this wrong. And uh, at one point, Gemuna came into the room and Prabhupada said, I'm sorry, I give you so much trouble. He says, "The one thing is, is that he was talking to the other people in the room. I would slit my throat for her, and she would slit her throat for me. So if we have that type of love... That
1: no, was a but that's okay. Maybe she said that for Jim No, you're right. I'm
0: sorry. It's a yeah. yeah, I apologize. It would have done it for
1: Jim
0: Yeah. If, if we have that type of love for people around us, then maybe we can, we can criticize to some degree in order for, like, like for instance, we can't imitate Krishna. Krishna is stealing, all day he's stealing. He's doing all kinds of naughty things, but we can't imitate him. So we can't imitate those who have such deep love and know how to um, bring that love, bring that devotion closer. And that was, that was the outcome of Prabhupada's uh, chastisements as he brought people closer to Krishna. So we can, we can think of that within ourselves. Would I, would I slip my throat for this person? Okay. Do I love this person so much that I would do that for them? Mm. And then maybe we can uh, make some correction. So
1: it's, it's really all about motive.
0: And love. We have to really care for them. We have to genuinely care for them and right. want their best. Like Prabhupada. Coming? Prabhupada, sometimes you would come to a temple, and he would inquire about somebody, he says, where's so and so devotee? And they would say, well, we asked them to leave Prabhupada. Prabhupada said, go find them. Bring them back. Prabhupada didn't want to lose any of his devotees. Prabhupada genuinely loved and cared for each one of his followers. And so I, I'm speaking to myself, I have to examine. What is my own care and love for people around me? And then maybe I can make some correction if I, if I, if I feel like I really have that love and I'm able to express that intention.
1: Um, yeah, I was thinking, boy, okay. Bhutti Madhikara is on the topmost level of love. But what if I'm... <laughs> maybe this is why I've avoided being a manager. when sometimes a manager's duty is to point out discrepancies. But I might not be at the top most level. So, uh, what to do if I'm... That's, one of, that's part of my portfolio, is, is pointing out the, uh, you know, the, the problems. So, uh, how to do that if I'm not yet so advanced that I'm pushed to put me in that position.
0: Yeah. I think we have to just um, really be careful that we get the outcome that problem to be pleased with. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sometimes like, we can have a really good intention and then, and then the outcome is negative. Mm-hmm. And so then we have to change our strategy or change the way that we um, approach a person, change the way we deal with it. I mean, if we don't have to do it, and that's like a burden off of us. Because <laughs> it's not like an easy job to be in that position. I mean, for me, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather just go tell Mother Sondamani something and let her deal with it. <laughs> if, if it's something in regards to that type of environment, not, not everything, but I mean in terms of like, in terms of like a needed correction or yeah. punishment. So. Okay, thank okay. you. Okay. 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 Okay.